Okay, welcome. Today is March 8th, 2016, and we're at Boys and Girls High School. My name is Tanya Evans, and we're at, here for the Our Streets, Our Story Project. I'm with... Roseanne Clark White. Randolph White. And, uh, yeah, can you tell us if you have a Brooklyn story today? Well, I do have somewhat of a Brooklyn story. I was born in Brooklyn Jewish Hospital. And I lived in the Marcy Projects. Originally, it was part of Williamsburg, and then it rezoned it. It's now part of Bethesda Stuyvesant. And across the street from um, the projects was Pfizer. It's a pharmaceutical uh, company. And one thing I remember about Pfizer is that they had a whistle that they would blow in the mornings about 8 a.m. And... I always used to go by that whistle because that's the time I should have been leaving the house to catch the bus to go to school. I used to go, I went to public school 168 and I went to junior high school 126, which is in Greenpoint. Um, I also remember growing up in the projects, the things that we used to do during the summer, all the different games that we used to play. That's how we entertained ourselves. Games. Playing games. We played double dodge. We played kick the can. We played skelly. We played punch ball. And I always tell my husband, the boys taught me well, meaning how to punch a ball and catch a ball. I'm a good catcher. So that's, you know, some of the things that we used to um, do. And we used to go during the summer to, to summer school. Not school per se, but it was more activities that we used to do. They used to take us on trips and... We used to do a lot of arts and crafts. That was junior high school, 33. Um, I remember the stores that were across the street from the projects, um, A&C. My mother used to send me to the store when they had potatoes on sale, get five pounds of potatoes for 25 cents, five pounds of sugar for 59 cents. Um, she also used to get bread. I remember bread being 32 cents a loaf and even cigarettes. She used to send me to the store to get her a pack of Lucky Strikes. She used to give me a quarter and a penny to buy her a pack of Lucky Strikes cigarettes. Um, across the street from the projects, as I said, we had many stores. We had a bakery. We had a pizza parlor. Um, drug stores. Uh, we used to go and buy our two-for-one candy on the way to school. I mean, if you had a quarter, you had a bag full of candy. It was like penny store? Yeah, it was like a regular um, variety store, but a lot of them made money, I guess, from us kids, especially around the school, because we would have our little quarters, dimes, and nickels, and we would buy our candies. But of course, we couldn't eat the candies in school or chew gum in school, okay, because if you did, you would get in trouble or the teacher, if, you, if the teacher caught you chewing gum, she would make you put the gum on your nose. Um, also, my grandfather, he lived in Bed-Stuy on Putnam Avenue, and we always used to go up to his house, mainly every Saturday we were there. Um, and around the corner, it was another store, again, where they had the penny candy and all different sodas, the fountain sodas. You get the egg creams. Um, I used to go to St. George's Episcopal Church on Marcy and Gates. 
and I was in the Brownies and the Girl Scouts. Um, I want to come to my door. Oh, can you pause it? No, I can't pause it. No. Um, I'm just trying to think of some of the things that we used to do in Brooklyn. So, um, you mentioned like the penny store around Putnam Avenue. What, what was across the street? That was Putnam and Troop. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the store. Oh, I can't remember the name of the store. But she used to have the sodas and the cooler. You would come in, the coolers would be there. You walk to the back of the store. She used to have the cookies. The cookies were like on display. And you picked which cookies you wanted. No, well, they're not free. They're not free. Cool, just for you, just to pick out. No, yeah. and at that time, um, also there used to be a pharmacy on the corner, putting them in troop. And I remember um, when I would go visit my grandfather, and he would have bottles to take back. They were like five cents. They're like that now. Either two cents, five cents, get a return on the bottles. And even I think the milk of magnesia, the liquid, um, used to be a five cent return on the bottle so we always i always look forward to going and oh. seeing what empty bottles that my grandfather you know had mm -hmm. at his house and again you know made friends on the block and you know we'd be playing double dutch ball sitting on the stoop that was a life brooklyn brooklyn how was it um how was it being a brownie oh brownie was a lot of fun i enjoyed being a brownie um, we did different things. We made different things. Some of them, one thing that comes to mind, I remember making like a, a pig and we had to paint it. Um, it was made out of a can, but like the legs were like made from a um, sewing spool, a thread spool. And I forgot how the nose was made, but that's how um, the legs were made and the nose. Also, being a brownie, we used to um, march on Brooklyn Day. That was, I think, the second or first Thursday in June. And we would march on Jefferson Avenue. I think the parade started Jefferson and Nostrand, went down maybe to Jefferson and Sumner. I'm not really sure. But we would have service in the church before we went out. And... Epis At Episcopal Church, mm -hmm. yes. We would um, have our s church service, and one of the songs that I always remember that we sang was Onward Christian Soldiers. We also sing that before we left the church to go marching up Marcy Avenue, up Marcy Avenue to Jefferson Avenue. And we would, you know, walk around Jefferson Avenue. And there were also the Cub Scouts, the Boy Scouts also. And um, the Sunday School would also march. And um, in preparation for Brooklyn Day, Mr. Showers, I remember him, he was in charge of, the, I think, the Boy Scouts. And they would be practicing in the courtyard with their drums for Brooklyn Day. But we always got excited when we saw the... When PAL, it was a marching band, and they would march on Jefferson Avenue. We always wanted to march behind them because, you know, they had the band playing the drums and, and playing their horns, and you had the young ladies marching with the band. And I remember, I think their, their color 
of that outfit was green and silver, I believe. And my brother, he was also a part of the um, PAL, the Wind Drummer, I guess, Brewer Corps. Brother yeah, my brother Robert. Yeah, he, he marched in the band and he played um, the French horn. Did you end up walking behind them? Well, sometimes we were lucky. But it all depends when they came into the parade. It, it depends. If we were like, if they walked in right, behind, right in front of us and we were lucky, we were behind them. But we, the church all, always, like, you know, they had their little band, they, their drummers under the direction of Mr. Uh, Showers. I used to go to Sunday school also at um, St. George's Episcopal Church, and I made my confirmation. I think I was 10 years old, and I do remember they had the instructions, the religious instructions after school, and I'm not quite sure. I don't remember exactly what day of the week it was, but let's just say it was from 4 to 6, and would have to um, leave where we live, Marcy, and walk up to Gates Avenue. We did a lot of walking back in those days. A lot of walking. Um, we walk up from Marcy between Flushing and, and Myrtle up to Gates and Marcy. And then from there, you know, I used to walk back or go to my grandfather's house. As I mentioned earlier, we would spend many Saturdays at my grandfather's house. His name was um, Reverend Mortimer Wood. And he lived in Brooklyn. He came from... Harlem for many years. My family, my mother and her sisters and brother, they came from Harlem and then they came to Brooklyn and they lived on, I think, Macon Street, um, maybe Kingston Avenue, um, various different streets in Brooklyn, winding up on Putnam Avenue. Was the um the G train? You remember it being? Oh yeah, it was the GG at that time. Not elevated. No, it wasn't elevated. Oh. It wasn't elevated. The GG is not elevated. Not by us. It's elevated at Smith and Ninth Street. But I used to take that to junior high school. What was elevated was the Myrtle Avenue L. Okay, it had a rickety. The platform was made of wood, and when the trains would come, it would sway back and forth. Um, but my mother would take that downtown, and I would go with her. Majority of the time, you know, I always went with my mother. But we would go downtown the 15 cent way. That's when transit fare was 15 cents. And we would take the train. When you get to the last stop, which is J and Myrtle, you would get a transfer to transfer down to the A train um, or the F train at I'm not sure if the F or E train, whichever train was there, but I know it was the A train. So we would go and do our shopping, and then we would come back and put the transfer in the box. So that's why my mother always called it going downtown, the 15 cent way, just to save some money. Yes. Do you remember much about downtown? Um, yeah, I remember downtown, downtown, the stores that they had on Fulton Street. They had A&S, Abraham and Strauss, which is now Macy's. They had um, Mays, which what I always call Mays, my store. Mays was the store on Fulton McCoy's. Street. McCory's. They had McCory's. Um, Martin's. Martin was was like a little more of a high-skill type store. Um, my aunt used to always go shopping at Martin's. I always call her Miss Boutique. 
um, Goodwins and Learner Shop, and they had the um, the record shops. Like when I was working, when I was a teenager, and we would get paid, we would go downtown and buy a little forty five records. They would eat like three for two dollars. Uh, Woolworths was also one of my stores because Woolworths had uh, a food court, maybe like a quarter counter, and they would serve food. And one of my favorite foods to eat at that particular location was a fish on a bun. I love fish on a bun. I'm just trying to, they had Albie's, um, Albie's Square. They had the theater down there. It was another theater also, but I think it was Lowe's Theater. Uh, before. I wouldn't say before my time, I never went there, but the Fox Theater was on Flatbush around Nevins. And at that site right now, it's a Con Edison building. Just trying to think of what else, what other stores are down there. You got a lot for 15 cents. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Got a lot for 15 cents because also um, riding the bus. At that time, the bus operators, they gave change, and the fare was 15 cents. So if you had a quarter, you would enter the bus, and there was a box that you would put your quarter on, and the bus operator would give you your change, and then you would take your 15 cents and put it in the coin box. And also, there was no air conditioning. They had no air conditioning on those, on those buses. It was just a fan, windows. windows, and hot air, especially during the summer. And also, you didn't have control over the, of the back door. So if a lot of people were getting off at the back of the bus, sometimes the operator would just close the door. And you have to shout out, back door, back door, or getting off, getting off. You didn't, we didn't have control over the back door. The bus operator had that I control. Still do that to this day. Do you remember what um, numbers of the bus were? Okay, the bus was on Flushing Avenue, that was a 57. Also on Flushing was a 62. On Nostrand Avenue was the 44. On Tompkins Avenue was the 47. On Broadway it was like the 46, Broadway and Flushing the 46. And also, the bus now that goes out to Kennedy Airport, it was, I think, um, the 10, but they changed that number to the 15. Also, the 48 bus, yeah, during those times. The 48 bus we used to take to Prospect Park. And I remember Prospect Park, going to Prospect Park and Pipe Boulevard and Flatbush Avenue and going in there and going on a merry-go-round and coming out and um, Mother buying Cracker Jacks. Mm-hmm. Balloons. I don't remember Ebbets Field. I was too. Uh, we didn't go to ball games, so I don't really remember Ebbets Field. I'm trying to think of the number for the whole the street bus. I think it was 26, I believe. Yeah, 26 bus. 26. The 20, yeah, Wallsey Street. And the 25 Fulton Street bus. That's when I was going to Boys High. Yeah. But I'm trying to remember whether or not back at that time, did. Did the buses have numbers? I don't remember whether or not the buses had numbers. Um, did Marcy Projects have like Marcy Day back then? Too? No, they didn't have Marcy Day back then. 
I don't know when Marcy Days started, but when it did, I wasn't a part of it. I wasn't involved with Marcy Day at that time, but I am involved with it now. Ever since, well, even before Facebook, I used to go down to Marcy during Marcy Day. And it was, and, you know, it was a lot of fun. You know, a lot of people, some people came back. A lot of people didn't come back. But once Facebook and everybody got involved, so everyone, a lot of people got involved with Facebook. A lot of people came back. When you say you're involved, you're not, you're not doing a coordination, nothing like that. You're just going and having fun like everybody else. Where, and Marcy did? Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not coordinating. No, they have a committee and everything. No. No. But Marcy Day, yeah. The Facebook committee just brings all the community members back. And yeah, those who are interested, yes. Mm -hmm. um, so what's that experience like? What's Marcy Day? Like? Well, Marcy Day, all right, well, pa the past three, four years, they had a dance. They had two dances. They had um, a boat ride. And when they have a dance, some people from out of town, they come. And then Marcy Day is the next day because usually the dance is Friday and, or was on a Friday and next day was Marcy Day. So sometimes you would see people you haven't seen in years, in years. Because I had saw some gentlemen who had lived in the first building in Marcy. And how I recognized them is because of Facebook. See, they hadn't seen me in a long time. So I surprised them. So when I called... His name, when I called his name, he said, now who am I talking to? And when I told him, it was like, wow. Because he was friends with my brother. So he was, he's in my brother's age group. And his brother's in my age group. But it was so good seeing him. I mean, you see people that you haven't seen in years. Some people that you wonder about. And they pop up. That's the good thing about Marcy Day that I like. Like my classmates who I was in, like... um kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade. And I'm still in contact with some of those people, too, to this day. You know, all, all from Marcy Projects. Did you all, like, uh, go to the pool? Mm -hmm. The pool that I went to was in Greenpoint, McCarran Pool. At that time, they didn't have um, the pool on DeKalb Avenue. We used to go up to McCarran Pool, and I think at that time to get into McCarran Pool was ten cent. Okay, I remember the you know they had the lockers, the girls' lockers, the boys' lockers, and we would go in and put our we have our bathing suits on and put all our clothes in the basket, and they give us a key to our locker. No, they took the basket, but they would give us a key. I think because they would lock the clothes up and give us a key to the locker. Mm -hmm. what year was that? Yeah. I would say McCarran Pool. We used to attend, I would say, maybe in 1962, um, 3, 4. Even when I was in junior high school, I remember being in the ninth grade. That was in 1967. And seniors, they were given a half day. So... My school, we were in the new 126, which was right across the street from McCarran Pool. So we would go home, get our bathing suits, and come on back to the pool. I went to school, as I mentioned before, in, in Greenpoint, went to 126. And that was a lot of fun. My mother allowed me to go with the neighborhood kids in my building. Someone that's older is going to be responsible 
you know, for us. So she never took me, but we would go with them. And I remember one time, because um, you get coffee, but if you spend your coffee, you got to walk on. So that's what, <laughs> that's what happens, you know, walking from Greenpoint to Williamsburg. Yes, it was a lot of walking. A lot of work. Did you have like a curfew? Did you have to like um, by the sundown or? Well, where we live in the projects, as long as like you were in front of the building at a certain time, not too late, it was fine. Um, I can't say I had a curfew um, growing up, but you knew. I guess your mother said, "Well, you be come upstairs at seven o'clock. Come upstairs at eight o'clock." A lot of kids went by the street light when the street light came on. You had to, you know, go home. You out there playing and having fun. But as soon as the lights come on, you better come upstairs in the summertime. Um, yeah, I really didn't have a curfew. Didn't have a curfew. I just, I guess I just, it was something that I knew um, I had to do. If I came home late, then I know, oh, okay. You're going to get it. <laughs> Don't come home that time anymore. <laughs> Don't come home at that time. Um, does your family still live? My sister, she lives in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. All right, she lives in Brownsville. Um, my other sibling, he's out of town. One is deceased. Mm -hmm. So, um, the Marcy Projects, my girlfriend's mother's still there. She's 91. So, every now and then, you know, I go back. But again, go back for Marcy Day. Mm -hmm. But as far as um, Brooklyn, oh, my aunt, she just passed away. Mm -hmm. She lived in Brooklyn. She lived on um, Brooklyn Avenue and Fenimore. Yes. Yeah. And Crown Island, and Crown Heights. And we used to live in that area also before we moved. That's where Wingate High School is over there. Um, did you go to like the library? Um, I used to go to the library. Um, there were two, one in Bushwick and the one in Williamsburg. Um, uh, yes, yes. I used to go to that library. Yes. Oh, there also was a library in during the time that I know we called it Tompkins Park, but it's it has a different name. Van something. It's on Tompkins between Lafayette and um. Mm -hmm. Is that Green Avenue? No, the, the library is on. Um, it's on the cab now. It's on the cab. But that library used to be in Tompkins Park. Right. It used right. to be in Tompkins in Park. Yeah. yeah, we used to be. We used to go to that library also. Do you remember about that library? I remember that you know uh, the children's area. We go and get our books, and sometimes we had someone who would uh, read books to us, um, or go and well, maybe not that library, the one in Bushwick or the one on Division. Um, have a book report. We have to go there, do some research, or just taking our books to read. We hear too much about that library. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's when it's closed down. Which one? Is, which one is closed down? Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's been closed for years. Mm -hmm. That's one on the Cal Avenue. Yeah, yeah. Cause they they remodeled the park and uh, moved moved the library there. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, yeah, that's back in the day. Remember that library? Yes. So uh, we talked about a lot. So I wanted to know if you had any um, 
for the for anyone who's listening, any advice about what the Brooklyn you remember or anything that you want to leave for like lasting generations or yourself? I would say the Brooklyn that I remember, you know, was was a fun time. Um, it was a lot of families. It was like family oriented. Um, parents, friends looked out for other people's children. And we had a lot of fun together. The economy, inflation was low. Um, of course, they weren't making a lot of money, but inflation, as I said, cigarettes, 26 cents, mm-hmm. bus fare, 15 cents. It's just I like a, a lot of unity in the community. That's what I find. That's what I find um, at that time. Now, you know, it's a different story. But we grew up um, respecting our elders. And I find that today that doesn't lacking. happen. Yeah, it's very lacking. Um, the young people do not respect their elders. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you see something, I see a lot of things, but I don't say anything because I'm afraid that something's going to happen. But back in the day, if someone saw you doing something that you weren't supposed to be doing, then they would speak on it, right? You know, and tell your parents. So that's, you know, the Brooklyn that, you know, I remember and and that. I wish we'd come back. The different things that, you know, we had back back then, as opposed to what's going on now. All right. Any last uh no, my, I'm not even gonna start my story. It is way too long. Way <laughs> and then he didn't grow up in Brooklyn. He didn't grow up in Brooklyn. Well, I'll just tell her that well my life was very, very rough. We uh were actually ended up in a orphanage Brooklyn, home. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Uh, I was staying in Brooklyn on Chauncey Street at uh, 201 Estate and also stayed at 211 Chauncey Street right across from uh, the school there, PS21. And uh, just loved to play the basketball there and uh, had a great time. Uh, But that was after I came back from a place that uh, because of my parents, uh, my mother was killed when I was about I would say about five years of age, uh, in a car accident, uh, along with uh, some other people. And then my father, uh, he was out there, and, but uh, we did not, uh, we was poor, put it that way, we was very, very poor. And we weren't going to school like we should have been going. And we ended up going to a, a well, force a person uh, house in um, North Carolina. And from there, they shipped us to an orphanage home, me and my uh, brother, and, and my sisters as well. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get back on Brooklyn, so. Okay. And I ended up going to um, uh, Boys High in Brooklyn, and I worked in. Uh, First job out of high school was in his department store. Now we leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing your story, and thank you. You're welcome. You're quite welcome.